what's going on everyone it's your girl saba it's your girl sandra the aravista empress Gigi, and victoria and welcome to back, back that, that faith, faith up, up. Woo! you're probably wondering who we are we're four millennial christian women who discuss their perspective on applying their faith from everyday life experiences relationships body positivity and sex we want to help you keep it real while keeping the faith all while giving god the glory amen sisters. amen, amen. <laughs> make sure you subscribe to our social media platforms we're on twitter instagram and soundcloud we want you to be a part of our community you can find us at jet set gg sweet and saba the vivacious stutterer and abby underscore london that's abby with two e's and don't forget you can also send your prayer requests question concerns and comments to back that faith up at gmail.com first of all how's everyone doing this this lovely saturday evening good good good, good. can't complain yeah you know. Yeah, spring definitely definitely mm. yeah. it's way too cold mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are we talking about today guys what's going on so basically, guys, um, I was at church and, you know, we have our PowerPoints and there was a quote there. And basically one of those quotes really spoke to me. And I'm paraphrasing here. So basically um, that quote said something along the lines like, let God win the battle within you instead of you asking him to win battles for you. Mm. And it got me thinking, you know, like I look all around me and, you know, everybody's like living their life, getting married, having babies. And it seems like everybody has their life together. And so it just kind of dropped in my spirit like you know um on my heart like it dropped in my spirit that you know basically i should you know let god win a battle in me let him work on me let me stop thinking that all these other things that need to be worked on let him just work on the things that i he knows that need to be worked on and it just got me thinking about marriage and i don't know what you ladies think about you know, all of that and everybody around you, their lives. It seems like they got everything together, but do they really? Mm. That sounds like it's been on your heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting topic. I feel like we are all trying to make it. And yeah. whether it's a person that we know in our real lives or even on Instagram, what people decide to put out there is for others to consume or to judge or view. I, I don't think anyone has the answers. I think a lot of people are really good at pretending as if they have it all. Um, even when we see people who may be married and who may have the lifestyle we think they want, they may be looking at us saying, man, they must be having the time of their lives. So I feel like part of it is um, just worrying about yourself and not really focusing on what other people have around you. Just to add on, I was going to say... Um it just seems, I guess, as we're getting older, like everyone is posting their their lives on Instagram, you know, Facebook and Twitter, or whatever. And everyone, like, whenever I turn my neck, someone's getting married, someone's having a kid, someone's doing something. So it just seems that, of course, maybe I'm not at where I'm supposed to be in life, or I'm supposed to have obtained these things, as in securing a um, a relationship of, as um, with a man or part my partner my man (laughs) or like having kids but it's just like I guess everyone has to go to their own pace and with social media this is one of the things that like we really have to work on within ourselves to stop comparing ourselves to others I guess that's Mm -hmm. uh, that's the thing I get from listening to you guys friends don't believe the hype because you are looking at people's lives in curated snapshots they are not going to show you the fight that they had with their with their husband or their boyfriend they are not going to show you the vomit that their baby spewed all over their neck all they're going to show is the cute pictures you know what i mean like and i think that it's great to like celebrate your 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 victories or your milestones and all of that so you know like appreciate it and then keep it moving but i feel like um we need to be very careful about comparing um ourselves to other people but you know since that was brought up we can shift this okay on to today's topic what is on um on today as they say what is going um through all of our minds so our topic for the day is would you marry your Self, since we're on the topic of marriage, um, so what does that mean to to you guys? Would you marry yourself? When you hear that question, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? 
So for me, it speaks to like my character, like, you know, is my mouth like what comes out my mouth, what I say, what I do, how I think. I mean, when you say like, would you marry yourself? Like thinking about another, like thinking about the man that you marry, like you have these, you know, characteristics or things that you want your man to be like, oh, I want him to be tall, dark, handsome, funny, blah, blah, all these things. But then I think when you ask that question, you think about, okay, well, what about me? For Personally, for me, I'm thinking about, like, okay, what needs to be worked on for me? Or what do I need God to work on for me, for me to be ready for marriage? So that's what it means to me. Like, you know, would I marry myself? That's a very good question. I will not answer it right now. But, um, <laughs> Maybe we'll circle back with you yeah, in a little you while. Yeah, circle back after everybody has answered and we will continue with that. I think that's a really good point you're making. I was out last night with a, a group of gentlemen and a young lady, and I was talking to this guy. He was amped. He was turned up, and he was like, you know, when people get like that, they usually like to spill their soul to you, okay? I didn't even know this guy from a can of paint. And we're talking, we're talking, and, you know, he was talking about the D.C. scene and how, like, these women out here, they're not really serious about a real man. They don't want a real man. And I said, well, what are you looking for? And this guy said to me, he was like, well, you know, I'm looking for perfection. And, you know, I'm, he, he told me he was really spoiled. Oh. <laughs> and he was like he was really spoiled and he was really like um like he would just cut people off and he's really worried about like people catering to him and i said well let's stop right there for a second yeah. i said well, where does that leave you now like he was like oh single as single af i was like okay i said well let's 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 break that down for a little bit what Perfection, do they say about huh? insanity he was like, oh, you're calling me insane. I'm like, no, I didn't say you were insane, brother. I just said, what do they say? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and respect and expecting a different response. I said, if you keep going into all situations like this and you are you you say you want to be in a relationship or you want to be married or whatever, but you see you out here by yourself, maybe this is a you thing and it's not another person thing. Mm-hmm. So I said, would you want to be with yourself? Are you looking for perfection? Are you perfect? Then he was like, oh, you you blowing my mind, girl. You blowing my mind. I've been drinking. I said, yeah. I, I said, yeah, you have been. And what you're saying doesn't make sense. But that, I think, is what a lot of people um, take into places. You know, I think mm-hmm. when you're um, when you're like really, really young, like 16, 17, 18, even up until probably you're 26, 20, probably 25, 26. Like, I think women change a little bit, like between 27, 28 and going on. But like things, I think, are more carefree. Like, I don't remember working at relationships like at that time but when you like have like a better vision of what you want your life to be it does take you you have to be more like cognizant of it because you have to work harder at it and then I thought I was like well dang I felt like it was just it was harder than I remember it being Mm -hmm. and so I, I was asking my friends I was like guys are you finding this relationship a little bit harder they were like yeah <laughs> and so I felt like I knew I wasn't alone because I think when you are and this is not a knock to people who get married early like live your life because when our kids are like five your kids will be like 18 and that's cool like you know <laughs> you're done and like we've traveled the world and we have these awesome experiences that unfortunately at this current time you don't have but you can have them later in your life in your 40s well, and 50s yeah you know um but oh I lost my train of thought it's gonna come back friends Pray for me. Pray for me. It's going to come back. But you're right. I'm that I feel like that's where I am when you say like, you know, you're at that point like I guess like, you know, when you're in your late 20s where you your your mindset, you start to think differently like, okay, I need to work on myself. That's where I am. Thank Instead you. of thinking like, okay, I need a man or, you know, God let my man be tall or not to say that's wrong, but just I it just kind of like it was like an epiphany moment for me like I need to work on myself and I want God to, there are just a lot of things that are happening personally for me that I just see like, I need God to just, I just need his hand. I need him in my life more. Going back to the guy, he was saying that he has like, I guess a list of what he wants in a woman or whatever. He didn't even say a list. That man told me he's looking for perfection. Here's the thing. Those people are extremely picky AF. So it's like half the time, <laughs> most of the time, like you don't like you're not gonna find the one you want because mm-hmm. if one thing's out. out of place, you're gonna obviously just like dead the whole situation. Yeah, situation. So it's just like, so what's he looking for? It's also seems like he's kind of um, he's kind of into himself. Oh, very like, much so, honey. He's not even trying to look for a partner. He mm-hmm. just wants to be all by himself, like right now. Yeah, I think the scary thing, and before we go back to um, just really internalizing what we're going to talk about individually, like going back to his point um, about the things that he wants, you know, like people have these crazy lists Mm -hmm. and that really blocks them Mm -hmm. because 
all the married people I know will tell you that their spouses are nothing like what they had put on their wish list. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes that's for the good. Most of the time it's for the good. So I I would be, when I hear people in their lists, I kind of chuckle inside because I think we need to be open. Because you never know who God is going to put in your life for a specific reason. And he knows you better than you know yourself. So just be careful about these lists because if you are a diehard follower of what you're looking for, you may be shortchanging yourself or you may end up alone. Mm. Even this, even more on that, like let's say you do by chance get the, the your ideal dream man or woman. Two years down the line, you may change your mind. Your mindset might change. And the thing is just like you have to, like you, you guys are most likely going to go apart because she's still, maybe he or she, maybe he or she is still the mindset of what you wanted back then. Maybe they're stuck in that and you're not. So you guys can keep hitting walls with each other because it's like you guys are not really like on the same page. Mm-hmm. So just, I guess just like Saba said, not even just like you having an ideal list, but someone you can grow with too, because yeah. what you want one day could change next. I say that all the time with my with my friends, because I will be very honest. When I was, you know, younger, I used to say, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to find my husband in college and then we'll get married and, you know, I'll stay home and be a homemaker and then be a stay-at-home mom. And I look back now and I can honestly say I'm very happy with the way with how my plan didn't work. Because the woman that I am today, I sometimes feel like I don't even identify with who I was at 21 or 22. Mm. And I feel like I've, I'm still not perfect, but I feel like I have grown and moved in a direction where I've been through experiences, kissed a couple frogs, and I may not (laughs) know exactly what I want, but as a woman, I know what I deserve and I know what I don't want. So, just to piggyback off of Sandra, like I haven't, I don't want to say I've done a complete 180 because I think the essentials are still there, but you change and you evolve. And I see people and who've married very young and are growing apart from their spouse because they are so different. Um, so just to piggyback off of what you said, it's really important to just reflect. And going back to our question, would you marry yourself? I think of it two ways. Um, when I hear that question, you f- I first want to internalize it and think, what are my qualities? Like, be really honest with myself. The good and the bad, lay it all out there. And then I would ask myself, would I want to marry a man who is just like me? Based off mm-hmm. all, all those characteristics that I just listed. They're not gonna be, I'm not going to lie. Probably... No. <laughs> you know, there are some things like I'm very impatient. I can get annoyed very easily. Like I need people to give me my space. And I need someone who can help me grow. I need someone who can give me an, a different perspective. Like I, I personally would probably not want to marry my identical character, <laughs> so to speak, because it's you need balance. And I don't know if. I don't know if I'm where I need to be for such a serious relationship right now. But I know that, you know, there are a lot of things that I can work on. So I'd rather spend my time doing that and experiencing life and letting things happen than sitting around wondering when it's going to happen for me. So I have a question or or some pushback. We're going to say. So I heard you say that like you feel like the lists are too like I I guess pigeonholing and that you're not sure. Maybe I'm misspeaking. So if I'm misspeaking, you know, definitely correct me that like um, sometimes the list can be negated altogether because your spouse may not be on that. The characteristics may not be on that list. I actually disagree. I think that. And I think I heard you say, I don't, I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And I had a whole three-hour conversation with a friend of mine about this. I think that that, and we can discuss this as to what you guys think. I think that's problematic. I think not knowing what you want may speak to you not being ready for a relationship. I think you should have a very clear, definitive picture of what you want your life to be and what characteristics you need to have 
um, in another person to make you to make your unit well-rounded. I think that there's danger in saying like, I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want. Because you're also, I think the power of words is, is um, I think we gloss over that more than we probably should. I think that it has a negative kind of spin to it. Do you know what I'm saying? So you can say, I know I don't want somebody boring, but, but I think it's negative framing. You can say, I want someone that's entertaining. So you do know what you want. Because I think when you go in with saying like, oh, I don't know what I want, you're you're opening yourself you're you're limiting what you actually already know um by not like being concrete and definitive about it like you know where you want to go in your career right of course you know at least you have a maybe a loose five-year plan so why is it that we say that we don't know what we want men know what they want you know what I'm saying? Like maybe physically, I think physically things don't always line up with what they thought they wanted, but they usually have a very clear definition of things. So why is it that we often say that same thing? I think that honestly speaks to people not knowing themselves well enough. I also think that um, you, I think a list, not, but this is my thing, it's not a physical list, but it's your character that's important. Like if you're looking for, like people say like, oh, those things are like run of the mill, but I believe in the power of writing things down. So people who are successful always write down stuff in their, like in their day, they check things off. Writing things down is, it makes it more apt for you to get things done. So I think a list of things that like core values and like characteristics that people um, have or are working toward, I think is really important. And I think the way we frame things as women, we've got to be careful. I think you should know what you want. Now, I think it's foolish to say I want a millionaire or I want somebody 18 feet tall. Like that's that's like minute stuff. But the core of who somebody is, you have to have an idea of what you want. I, I so when I'm when I'm talking about the list, and this is referring to the gentleman that you met at the bar, it's clear that his list was very superficial, right? In the sense that he wanted someone who was X, Y, and Z and had everything to do with the physical. No, he didn't, he didn't even say, I don't know what I, to this day, I don't even know what it means. He just said perfection. I don't know what that means. Okay. But, but you, just yeah, based but off of that people, kind of conversation, yeah. it probably had a lot to do with the physical. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't get that. Think, I'm sorry. And I do it, think it's, that it's important that people let that go like for me that is not even like yes i would like you i would like to be attracted to you absolutely but i'm not gonna say that a list is gonna be something like he needs to be brown skin he needs to have um you know brown eyes he needs to be six five like that is not a list to me but a lot of people out here do feel that's a list so we should so, clarify that to me you have some characteristics that you want out of a life partner and then you have people who have a list of what they want to see based off of what they're attracted to. Well, do you, okay, let's just, we don't have to go into each of our lists, but let's give an example for our, our listeners. Like okay. when you say that, just like so that you can get a picture, like mm -hmm. instead of saying, oh, I want him tall, I want him dark. The core dark values away. Yeah, like give okay. the example so, for you personally. I don't have a lot on this list, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I want someone who is a follower of Christ like mm -hmm. that is something I will never negotiate on I'm not gonna be here to play around like and, and this is just for me like I don't want to marry someone who doesn't believe or who does not have my same faith that will never work for me um so that right there would be a, a no that'd be a big no and we wouldn't even make it on a second date um another thing is someone who is um just mature enough for a relationship because there are a lot of people who give lip service to wanting to be in a relationship and can't find the right person versus someone who understands that I want them to be my life partner. That has a lot. There are a lot of elements to wanting to find someone to be your life partner. Can you really handle that? Because I'm at a stage now where I don't, I date, but I'm, I don't jump in relationships because I know how much effort that is. And at this time of my life, I am so focused on other things like my career, that if I'm going to give time to someone, it's because I'm investing in them and I expect us to be life partners. So I need someone who's also like on that like track of success. And that for me, like being secure within your career or whatever that you're doing, whether it's a side hustle, like I need you to be a go-getter because as a man, I expect you to like want to support our family. It's very important to me. Um, another thing that I think is important is just good humor because life is can be hard. 
And if you can find someone who can balance you, someone who can uplift you and encourage you when life isn't so fun and it's not just sunshine and roses all the time, that's really important. So that's that's basically my list. <laughs> Ladies, uh, anyone else? Okay, so going off our core values, so forget like the, the physical stuff, but just the core values. Going off what Saba said, definitely a follower of Christ because that's just like a no-brainer for me. Um, so someone who's family oriented. Um, I have a big family, and most of the time, I'm always two and three can actually go together. So first part, family. I'm very family oriented. Like I'm always around my family, and they're gonna play a big a part of my life. Like mm-hmm. I'm always if it's in my family, it's like people who are close to me. So half the time, if they call me, I'm gonna go help them if they need help, or mm-hmm. just be around them because that's the type of person I am. Which also like you know part the second part is that I'm a giver. I'm very generous and caring and compassionate towards people. So it's almost just like I need like I need you to understand that like that's me as a person. That's not going to change no matter if we're married for one year, two years, eight years. That's lifetime. yeah, <laughs> lifetime. That's just me. And then so I don't want anyone who says they're okay with it, but then like halfway down the line they get like it's just too much. I'll give you an example. I was dating this one guy, and I like to work. Working is my relief. I can get like going to. I can be in the office right now when no one's there and do my work and just be at peace. Mm-hmm. But for people, there's for people who don't really understand that they're just like, why are you still at work on the weekend? Why are you still come? Like why are you still at work at, at midnight on a Friday? That's where like everyone has their center or their secret place where they have peace. Work is mine. Mm-hmm. So like he'll put like the guy was just like, well, why do you keep working? Man, you're a hard worker. That's just a characteristic <laughs> of me. Like I need someone who understands. Like that's just like who I am. Well, it's interesting that you guys say that because I was going to bring up, I'm not sure, I'm maybe you guys have seen this video. I don't know how old it is, but it was like a pastor preaching. He was saying like, um, basically he was saying to his audience, like, you know, you guys have to ask questions. I'm a question asker. Mm. And so he was just like, you know, you got to ask like, well, how's your relationship with your mom? How is your mm. relationship with your sister? How is your relationship with your, even I would add this in, he didn't say it, your dad. Mm-hmm. How, like, oh, yeah. what is your relationship with soap and water? Like, and people <laughs> were laughing, but his questions, if you listen to it, he was like listing them off and um, on our, like, hopefully I can like find it for you guys. But I think that in what he was saying, even though people were laughing, for me, I think that's important. Like, it may not be something that's, but like, if you guys, like, it, not, it may not be important to some people, but I think it is. Like, for example, the whole relationship with soap and water, I think it's important. If we're going to be living with each other, I need to know, like, do you, do you like to take a bath every single day? Or do you like to take a bath just in the morning? Do you like to take a bath just on the weekends? There are certain people <laughs> like that. I mean, you just, you might, I don't want to be in a situation where, okay, I, I figure out after the fact that right. my man doesn't like to take showers every day or you know or he doesn't like to brush his teeth or he doesn't like his pasta this way or he doesn't like his you know different stuff like I just think you just have to ask certain questions that could lead to other questions to other questions to other questions so for me yeah I have like mainly like some of the stuff that you guys said are on my list too you know definitely he has to be Christ-like you know like you know same path like we're all trying to get to heaven because I'm, I'm gonna get to him i'm gonna be in heaven okay <laughs> we that's 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 non-negotiable for me like you have to be a christian and like also family oriented like i love my family too but there are definitely going to be some boundaries there but i just i think there are just different things like you have to i'm a question asker so i'm going to ask the questions and i guess that's where my list is going to go but i think like grace you were kind of getting to a point before when you were saying something like um darn, i forgot what i was gonna say but basically you were saying something like it's just important to yeah basically it's know important to want. know what you want because i feel like if you don't know what you want like like you say you're not exactly ready for marriage which i agree with and i definitely think like like asking the questions can help like you you kind of know about you get to know about yourself like oh okay he doesn't like to take showers every day but i do just some people are like See, that. It, that's a, probably like a bad example, but I, I just think that's something. Okay. I want to disagree with, with, with a little bit of what what you just said. I feel like it's okay for you not to know what you want all the time. I feel like if you have an idea of a framework of what you want that like it's in the back of your mind, I feel that's okay. I won't necessarily say if you, if you don't know if you don't if you don't know what you want, you're never ready for marriage. I don't think that's the yeah. I don't think that's true. I feel like. You kind of idea what you want it may change, but I feel like as you're going through and navigating life day to day, if God wants to, wants to send a man to your, send a man into your life, and you like he checks off like you know the top 
not the top, but like he checks off things off your list that like you had a back in your mind. I think that's okay. Or the things you need. Oh, things, <laughs> the things you need. My thing is like, because your list is basically what you want, but sometimes that's not always what you that's need. That's what I, and I think that's when you say, I don't know what I want. Like the reality is we evolve as human beings and we don't really even know ourselves. God, only God knows our heart. Like things that we don't even know about ourselves, he knows. Yeah. And so sometimes it's hard to say, oh yeah, I want this. We don't even know that you want or need it. So when I say I don't know, like that in itself, when someone says they don't know something, that's a list right there. And like to your point before where I want someone who's a Christian. That's not even a topic of conversation or an area of discussion because that's just not where we're going to go in this direction of a relationship if you're not there. And so like knowing what I want or what I don't want can also help me at least tailor off the riffraff. So to Sandra's point, like, I don't think, I don't, saying that you don't know isn't necessarily a bad thing. And it doesn't mean that you're not less, you're more or less prepared than someone else who says, this is what I want. Um, I think maybe framing it in a more positive way can definitely be something that you do. But I, I also don't think there's a bad thing to saying, I may not know what I want. And I, sorry, I have to just say, like, I agree with you both. I don't think that. I'm not saying that you have to completely know what you want to get married, but I think there's an idea. Like, you guys have lists. For example, you want somebody who's family-oriented. You want somebody who's Christian. I think something speaks to that. Like, that's something that you know about yourselves. Yeah, you don't have to completely know about yourself in order to get married. I'm not saying that. And definitely there's a way to say, a positive way to say it. But I think, and like, having certain... And having certain like attributes or certain things that you want in your man, that's something that you that's something that you know about yourself or that you want. Mm-hmm. That's 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 period right there. That's something that you want is right. what we're saying or what I'm saying. But I don't like I agree with you guys. Like it's not like oh well you have to know completely about yourself in order to get married. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, you do know certain things about yourself. There are certain requirements that mm-hmm. people are just like, okay, I'm not I'm not going to negotiate this. And that's what I'm talking to or speaking yeah. to more of. I'm with you with the questions, though, because I don't like unnecessary surprises. Yeah, so I, I mean, that's... I believe in asking all the questions. I, I believe, too. I was actually going to say, when you first started talking about this topic, I was actually going to say, I know what I kind of want, kind of off um, going off of what you were saying, but, like, I'm still trying to figure it out. Because I think the one thing that I will probably never negotiate with is just, like, you have to be a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. After that, whoever the God, um, God wants to bless me with, that's up to him because he knows what I need. Like, he, like he said, he knows me better than I know myself. Mm-hmm. So whatever, like, and I, my thing is just, like, at the end of the day, even if he's, not, if he's not your ideal man, I feel at the end of the day, like, you'll be happy and content with what you have because you know that's God's best. He's your right. perfect, the perfect will of God. So... It's just, and maybe, like, yeah, God wants to bless you with the things that you want on your list. But at the end of the day, if you didn't get the things that, he, that you wanted, would you still be okay with if, if whoever God sent you? Like, what if, what if he's, like, he's, a totally, he's a totally opposite of what you wanted on your mm-hmm. list? But he's a perfect will of God, the, the best of, like, the best. The cream of the car. Would you be okay with that? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're too rigid in your list and that you don't even, like, are open-minded to possibly not getting it mm-hmm. like is that an issue like i think like that could be problematic too that's the issue kind of quiet there grace um because the conversation is taking a turn that i don't know that i necessarily agree with or believe in so i know that because if you guys don't know we actually all go to the same church but i i don't really know if i really believe that god gives people spouses. I think that he brings people around, but you always choose. Um, Because I've actually done a lot of research on this and because I ran to some very interesting questions. And so I was talking to a few people and I was just like doing my own research. Um, I really don't know that I believe in the one. I don't know if that exists. I don't think that exists. I think that... um, you make choices that you feel comfortable with and that you commit to it. Because if we, and the reason why I say I don't believe in the one anymore is because like people don't live forever. There have been plenty of situations. There, I'll never forget this as long as I live. I must've been 26 years old. 
and there was a girl i was on facebook that's when facebook was like everybody we were on there all the time to believe in like you know just to be in people's business and there was a girl we had gone to college together i didn't know her but like i had seen her around and she was married to this fine i mean he was so fine i was and i was so jealous like i was jealous of this girl watching her she looked so happy and her wedding was so perfect and i was like oh my god that's so unfair i was going through problems with my boyfriend at this time so you know i was extra salty so i was looking at her and i was like and i was like oh it's so unfair let me tell you something a month later i had gotten on there and that girl's husband had died in a, a motorcycle accident. And I started reading her blog because of that. And I remember either like, and when I say that changed my life completely, because I was like, I will never be jealous of anybody again. Because you don't know, like you can see somebody today and tomorrow it's a different story. And not because something bad happened to her, but because mm -hmm. everybody's story is different. Mm -hmm. So right. please don't look at somebody's life and say, oh, I wish I had that. Please, you don't know what's around the corner. Just live your own little life and be happy with what you have right there. So when I read her blog, because I was so, I felt so terrible. Like I was so, I was so hurt for that girl. She was so young. She had been with this boy forever. He gave her the exact engagement she wanted. And it was almost like, I don't know how to explain it to you. It was like everything was just, her life was so perfect. And then all of a sudden her life was shattered. And her blog, her, her name was Jessica White. So if anyone knows, like you can look at her blog. Um, and so she went through a period of like deep mourning, but it was so public because she had this blog. And I was just like, I used to read her blog and cry. She used to have dreams about him. She was a Christian, they were both Christians have dreams about him she told him like he was going out to he rode his motorcycles and she was like he was like oh um i'll be right back babe i'm just going to go all right with the guys it was a night it was the nicest day that had been there that week and that was it and she was like how can this happen to the love of my life like this is the person that god gave to me and how can this happen i'm only 26 years old like it was just crazy so that went on and it wasn't until she was on essence maybe like three they have a baby three years ago she met another widower. He was a young guy. He was a pastor. And her, his wife died of cancer. And they were like 28, 29. Young guy. And I hang out often with this one guy who's friends with all of them. We all went to high school and college together. But I was never part of that group. And they all like hang out and they'll post pictures and stuff. And um, the friend that we're mutual friends with had connected them and said, hey, you know, you guys went through the same experience. You should talk to this guy. They went he's in New York he's a pastor she went up there they sat down talked and they just cried the whole time the two of them together and they're remarried and then they got married to each other and they have a little a young son I believe so if we sit here and say that there's only one person for you that doesn't exist that can't exist because like look look at this you would say that she did everything right and this was her experience and then this happened and now there's a second person and but her her husband her his wife also passed away like you can't like I think that you have what you look for you have what you like you have people that you are more compatible with and less compatible with right if if it's Islam that's your thing like that's what I'm gonna marry if it's Christianity that's your thing that's what I'm gonna marry if it's somebody who's like money like that's my thing that's what I'm focused on it's really about who you because there's plenty of Christians that just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're compatible with them right like we have plenty of brothers in our church I don't see none of y'all dating them you know what I mean but we all go to church with them right like you know like real talk so that's not like that's <laughs> that's not, it there are brothers right, yeah. but somebody would say but i mean they're not really family like you but you had opportunities to date yeah. them and you didn't mm -hmm. so my thing is it's about personality like th like that will either draw you close to, to with someone or it won't so it's not that even so i went through the bible actually so i went through the bible and i want to see did god ever tell anybody to marry anybody specifically god never did people always chose the closest thing i came to it was he had told a prophet he told a prophet to go marry a harlot he didn't say which harlot to marry he just said go marry a harlot so it said the the um the prophet went and chose x y and z because god knows people people are funny because if you try this is the reason why i've come to this conclusion if you say god gave me this person and this person has free will and they turn around and do you wrong you then gonna go blame god you think god is a fool to let you blame him for something no because people are people i okay and correct me if you're if i'm wrong Sandra. i don't think that's where I, uh, we were going. I think the thing is, though, there are some cir circumstances that I never put God in a box. That there are people on this earth who are supposed to be with each other. Yes, and but you God can put, choose. But I, you can but choose yeah, to saying, or not to but, be with that person. But what I'm saying, I feel like there are certain situations, whether we know about them or not, whether in the Bible or not, that they're supposed to be together, and that's just what it is. I think that He can do that because He's God. But right, at the same but time, but, but, but you're Sandra's, negating free will. But what Sandra was saying is. 
he wants to give us the best. Right? Yes, the but it's up to you to but choose. it doesn't mean it's the one. Like, there's a difference. Like, someone who's really good for you versus the only one who's good for you. And I don't, I didn't hear that from Sandra. Sandra, maybe I'm wrong, so let me know. I just feel like. <laughs> I feel like, go ahead. I, I, I hear what you're saying, where, you know, if there's, if, is there the one? Is it a, con- is it a real concept? I'm not going to sit here and say yes or no. Because I really do believe there are certain situations where these two people were meant to be. Were they meant, ha- like yeah. they, and that's what God's, that's God's will. And they were supposed to be here and be a couple for a reason. Right. How- and I'm not negating that. But I'm saying, like, he can say, this is what I would like. There's God's will and there's what you can choose to do. That's my point. Like, that's my whole point. So that's why when that was brought up, like, I don't have anything to say about that. Because I, I think it's all a choice. Everything you do is a choice. Maybe I shouldn't have taken the job that I took, but I took it, right? Maybe I should still be doing something, I, sh- I whatever, but I thought this was best for me and I prayed about it. And this is, I felt, we always use these Christian terms, like I feel at peace, whatever that means, right? But some of it's just logical. I'm making more money. I don't want to do this anymore. And this is opened up. Let me go ahead and do this, you know, versus something else that may have been farther away or less money or whatever. Like, I mean, obviously you need to be led in how you do that. But I think sometimes we make it more like spiritual than it needs to be. I, I Because the thing is, you can look at people who um, were at one point not Christians. I, I, I just watched The Cause, The Case for the case for christ have you guys seen that it's a good movie it's about a lady she was regular just living her life and then she married a guy regular living their life she became a christian he wasn't right but they were so happy together and then obviously but they obviously her christianity caused conflict in their relationship and she prayed on him and then he came to christ so can you then say that those people who were not believers at that time were not in the perfect will of god because they didn't know god you know what i'm saying like i feel like sometimes when we do that we try to put too much on like what we think See, we know. I get what you're saying, but that's not where I was going with this. Oh, okay, my <laughs> no, bad, my bad. But no, I feel like there's some, yeah, yes, there are some logical, logical choices, but I feel like th- there's an example of a couple or of a, a girl, a lady who was supposed to be with somebody and for whatever reason why she chose not to marry this person and now she's married to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And the struggles that she's going through mm-hmm. is because of her own choices. But, yeah. I, but my thing is just like, but I believe that the man she was supposed to marry that she didn't marry, that's, that was the perfect will of God for her. Mm-hmm. She, she chose not to do it, so she, she like, sort changed her own life. Right. Is that the same story we hear at, at church all the time? Or a different story? I know what story she's talking about. No, that story, that story, she never got married. That's, mm-hmm. a, that, that's, a, and that's, a, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes you have to be very careful. Because there are some people where, you know, she thought she could do better. Ooh, his carpet has stains or whatever. Well, and no, that's that's a different story, but I think you should mention okay, the story. Okay, so there was... Um, another story. A, yeah. Another story. Many years ago, um, we knew um, a lady who was like an aunt to us. And at the time, she was probably in her mid to late 20s. And, um, no, she was not. Because I know this story better than you know this story. So I, I want you to tell it. I'm going to tell you what really happened. She was in her late thir- She was in her late 30s. Okay, then tell the story. Okay, so this is the this is the real story. So this is the story that we get told. There was a girl, and she there was she met this she had she was supposed to marry this guy. She didn't marry him. The guy told her that that was the guy she was supposed to marry. She had her own dream about it. She was like, oh, I should go forward and do it. And she went to go visit him. She didn't like the way his carpet looked, so she said, no, no. But what is not commonly so that's the snippet of the story. And he was short too. And he was short, so she was like, I'm good on him, right? (laughs) But what people don't know about the story is this particular lady, because mind you, she's now in her 40s, not now, but like at that time. But what is I think and this is what I'm talking about. Sometimes we make things too complicated. What people don't know about her was that she was a thought. She her big thing in her life was that she had a very like she was sleeping with everybody. Okay, and she was also older, so she had had plenty of opportunity. Like that was her last stop. It wasn't that over her life's trajectory, like she was the plan was like God's perfect will for her to get married at forty, and have gone through all these things she went through. That's not true. She chose to make decisions very early on in her life that already derailed her. So when God gives you mm-hmm. mercy, I think mercy is very different from compatibility. He was trying to help you out. You done effed up so bad for 20 years. 
now. So he's just like, okay, this is my last gift to you, daughter, because you've run through plenty, but you couldn't get yourself together. So that was your last stop. That's very different than saying like, this is the perfect will of God for your life. This same character that she had, she had been traveling with throughout her for 20 years. So that is a very different thing. And I won't go into all the specifics of her life in terms of how she was just like doing her thing around town. But, (laughs) but but like having more backstory makes it a little bit different. It gives you context is important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't, we didn't have the information. You just had that this went to, this, she went to this man's house and didn't like him anymore. But there's a 20 year story here. Maybe she was supposed to be married. Had she played her cards right and done what she needed to do at 25 to somebody, not even this guy. Do you see what I'm saying? And you don't know his backstory either because he had, I think he had might've been married before and like had messed up. So God in his mercy, I think can always give you a final gift. Like, okay, you didn't do well here, but listen, maybe this will work out for you. Yeah. It's almost just like, I'm not gay. I don't want to, I'm not going to say maybe, I feel like, yes, there are things that you can derail your life, but I feel like if she was on the straight path, she would have gotten God's first best choice. Exactly. The next, the next, the guy who perfect she got will for, and permissive will. The mm-hmm. next guy that she got forty that she messed up with again. I feel that was God's second best choice. Right. So my thing is like, why would you wait? My thing is like, why would you want to get God's second when you get God's first? Exactly. So it's just like I don't. The whole one thing I've never been like, like really in tune with that. Like you know, oh yeah, there's one guy out there for you. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying. I want God's perfect will, his best, his, whatever he wants for me, the best guy, that's what I'll take at the time. That's what I'm saying. So the right. one, I mean, to me, that that's kind a of, different that concept. almost sounds like a little bit fleshly. I, I just feel like it's too secular and like, it's almost like right. a mm-hmm. little at first sight. No, right. that's time for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just like, I want God's perfect choice. I feel like, like you said, people complicate things a lot. It doesn't have to be. They over-spiritualize things too. What does it have to be? Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. That's my personal opinion. Well, I mean, we just didn't flesh this thing out. We did. That was. We went from like every from every topic we can think of, but it's now time for pass the plate, y'all. So this section is basically um, when you, our listeners, ask us questions and we respond, and we have a couple now, y'all. These are some good questions. So okay, I want everyone to put on their thinking cap. Thanks for the questions, guys. Okay. So this is from Tanya. Hey, Tanya. Okay. Here's her question. My husband's final check came from his former job. I opened it and discovered that he's paying child support. Oh. (laughs) He (laughs) says it was a clerical error that the old company never fixed. What are your thoughts on this? We don't have any kids because he has lazy sperm. That (laughs) happened to my friend's friend. Oh, so HR is messing up now? I, that happened in real life to my friend's friend. And so, he is living in the basement. <laughs> and they about to get a whole divorce. I think he, I he need, had a whole baby from her. I yep, think I that's need crazy. I think I need context. So yeah. there are two different scenarios that I thought of when you read this mm-hmm. story. The first is did he step out and have a baby during their marriage? Or was this from a previous relationship before they got together? Yeah, because she has Either way, it's yeah. bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's bad. So Clearly. I'll start with the latter. If you had a child and you didn't tell me when we were dating or didn't occur to you that you should have told me when we got married, that's a problem because you're denying part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd probably lose a little respect oh, yeah. for you because yep. of that. Mm-hmm. Is this something that we could possibly work towards? Honestly, I would want you to have a connection with your child. So I... I'd be mad as heck as you at you, but I would definitely encourage you to oh, you bring can connect the child. with your child in somebody else's house. No, because the child I would I <laughs> if would they were born prior to the relationship. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I would let the child come to the house. They need to have a relationship with their father. If he stepped out on you and had a whole baby, I said the situation is if he oh, had the okay. baby before <laughs> our okay. relationship. So if he did during, if the baby was you're ten done. and we have only been together for six years. Yes, the child needs to come around. But if the child's 10 and y'all been together for 10 years. Then I'm leaving. Okay. Wow. No. I mean, I think that's the sentiment for all of us. Next question. 
Next it is. Okay. Thank you, Tanya, just, for just your question. Ask questions, Tanya, before you make your decision. That ask, I would just, you know what I mean? I mean, like, I don't want to, no, no type of blame, but I'm just saying, here's where the questions in the <laughs> beginning would have kind of helped. It, and then there's no telling. He could have been lying to you still, too. You, you probably would have asked, you could have asked him, oh, well, you're sorry. You probably did ask him, does he have children right now? And he probably lied to you. That's also a case that could have happened. But this is where. Like Sab was saying, questions would have been wonderful because I would have been asking, well, do you have children? The so. vows are through thick and thin. So my thing is just like, I mean. You would stay? <laughs> if he cheated on me or if he had a kid before he didn't tell If me. he cheated on you. Yeah. I probably would. Okay. This person, because that's the type of person I am. I probably would, depending on the the, the details of the whole situation. situation. But like, I, like Victoria and I talk about this all the time. Like, Honestly, there's some woman who, like, the husband stepped out and, you know, the child came out of it. And, like, it's, like, so much hate and everything around this child. But my thing is, like, the child didn't ask to be here. Like, right, the child I agree. Incident. So, out of respect, not even out of respect, as a person that I am, as a woman who's a mm-hmm. nurturer by nature, I would, like, definitely welcome the child because it's, like, he, he or she had nothing to do with this. Right. It's, like, the parents or the people who stepped, who did the, who created the mess. Or yeah, who, who created it? I say flight because <laughs> because for me, and and this is maybe something I just need to work on. But I know that if I say yes to you, I am all in. Like that means I like you know that I love you, and I always I joke when I say this, but I'm very serious. If I say yes to you, that means I would take a bullet for you, and I wouldn't risk my life for many people. To be very honest, mm-hmm. and I would probably show a, a, a love that I've never shown with anyone else because you're my husband. And if I'm calling you my husband, I have I'm giving you trust. Like that is, you're trusting someone. Like yeah. just off of the strength that you love them and they want to commit to you. Yeah. And so for you to break that, I know me, that would hurt me, if anything else. And it has nothing to do with the kid, because I would never say anything bad about the kid or try to block you from having that relationship. But as my husband, my it's problem what he's done would to be you. with you, because yeah. I, even if I thought about repairing it, I don't know if I'd ever have that full trust. Like, I, I, for me, I'd always have to wonder, when you leave that house, are you being faithful? Are you doing what you're like? I don't think I could ever go back to just almost blindly trusting you. And I don't ever want to have to second guess my husband. So that's probably why I wouldn't stay. I think it would be too hard for me to ever get that relationship back well, to where I wanted it to Tanya, be. Tanya, like Saba said, ask the questions that need to be asked and then hit us back and let us know yeah, what happened. Pray on it. And, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, pray, pray on, on it, it, girl. Yeah, pray on it. But good luck. Yeah. Thank you, Tanya. And get some counseling. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, pr- faith without works is dead. You can pray on it, but also act. Like, you need to get some counseling. You guys need to sit down. You need to have some conversations with a professional. I think it's really important. That's such a tough situation. I don't yeah. know what I would do. But some couples have come through it, so yeah. more power to them. Thank God. But, um, yeah, <laughs> pray, counsel, and thank you for your question, Tanya. So another question from David. He said, let's rewind for four years, back four years. He broke up with his girl and he met a new one. His new girl got pregnant and he went back to the old girl. The old girl got pregnant, and but he found a new, new one. So, you know, some of the <laughs> three, three, now three, three women. New, new. Okay, I'm trying to get. And he said, guess who's pregnant now? And he, the question is, why all these broads trying to tie me down with their kids? <laughs> and not about that life help. He said with their kids? Because yes. those are his yeah, kids, he ca- too. He, he capitalized, tie me down, he capitalized there. So he said, not about that life. Help. <laughs> help is... Uh, I'm going to say, he don't need help. The women need help. Because if they're having children with that, and I'll not say the word, but they're having a child with that man, I had to pray for the woman. Because that's, no. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead. What you going to say? Why are you out here having sex? With everything with two legs and a vagina. Like, if you really wanted to help yourself, you wouldn't be sleeping around with these girls. You should be, and this is what bugs me the most, because guys will like to, you know, the, put the blame on someone else. You have a responsibility because it takes two to tango. It takes two to have a kid. And it speaks a lot to the person's character because you're not even mature enough to accept 
the, the actions that you've taken and the responsibilities um, that come with those actions. So one, you need to fix yourself. Your mindset's wrong. You have three children with three different women. That sounds crazy alone. So take some time to focus on yourself and learn how to be a good dad and co-parent. First Corinthians 6.18 says, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. There's a reason that this has been said because there are repercussions and consequences to everything that you do. But most sins are like, are 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 to a two-way exchange if you steal you hit somebody it's somebody else that you're 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 giving problems to or creating an issue with but people always act like sex is so liberating and it's so fantastic within the confines of marriage yes that is true but what you are doing is you're creating issues for yourself mm. people don't want to they act like that's not the case but they are they're either usually very selfish issues because of their own personal desires or what you are doing is creating a situation like this where you are now a father, a mentor, someone that people are supposed to look at, provider, that people are supposed to look to, to be able to like lead the rest of their lives. So I would ask you, my brother, what is it that has put you, what, what has come through in your life or what have you gone through that, that, that that is so invaluable to you. It's always so sad to me. And I always say when I raise sons, I want to raise them with this consciousness. Women, people always tell women, keep your legs closed. Don't be a thought. Don't be a hoe. But we encourage men to do it. But I always say men are actually the life givers. It's not women. Women will only give you what you give them multiplied. Men are so powerful. Like you're the ones who create new life. We can't do it by ourselves. We need you to do it. So if you guys had respect for yourselves and for your sperm as your legacy, you wouldn't just be dropping it every old where. And that makes me so sad because it shows me that you have a sense of invalue. You don't, you don't value yourself because not only are you just having sex with these women all willy nilly, you're also doing it unprotected, which means your life is at risk. And that's sad because it shows me a lack of careness and awareness about yourself. So there's something going on inside of you that you are using sex as a gap to fill. So what I would do is figure out what it, what is it that makes me feel like that's how I need to connect to women. And first of all, connect to them in that way where I'm not being safe about it also. And now you're somebody's whole daddy three, three times over. So now you've got to sit down and, this need not be your concern. Why are they tying me down? What you need to now figure out is how am I going to parent these children appropriately? So, um, children, sorry, appropriately. So I think that you need to, um, really surround yourself with a group of men who are able to speak into your life and show you what true fatherhood is and build you up in a different capacity in a different way. My brother. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. Hit us back with that. Hmm. Um, and the last question is from Abigail. Her question is, um, she dated her boyfriend for two years. And out the blue, he got engaged to somebody else. He, she says that like he was her first and he promised to end the relationship. To end, I guess, the relationship with, with the other person, but didn't. Confused because he loves me more advice. I'm confused by your question, Abigail. <laughs> Abigail, it's okay. Let it go. Don't worry about whether or not he is going to end his relationship. Let him live his life. You are, I'm sure, a fantastic person. If you're feeling bad because he was your first, it's okay. Let's just pick up the pieces and keep it pushing. Like, you cannot <laughs> now at this point look to break up this man yeah, and his so fiance. Like he's, he's getting married. Girl. And why are you still talking to him? Self love is the best thing. My thing is just like, get yourself together, like Grace said, and pick up the pieces and keep moving. You don't want a cheater anyway, you know? Yeah. So. Yes, Abby. Love yourself. Get yourself a better man. You don't want a death situation, please. Okay. Well, those are all our questions from our listeners. But if anyone has any more questions or concerns or comments, please send us an email at backthatfaithup at gmail.com. Or hit us up on our um, our socials, um, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Next, um, we're going to do the section of the benediction. Um, sorry. And this is where we kind of close out the show and kind of recap everything that we just... Um, went over so Victoria will be handling that piece for today so this is the time that I will give a scripture tie it all together and I am going to read from Galatians 5 22 to 23 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy 
peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Against such there is no law. And I'll also read last from 1 Corinthians 13 4, and we'll continue. <laughs> Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there's knowledge, it will vanish away. So, ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen. So, I think this just comes back down to would you marry yourself? If you yes. say you love someone, obviously, and you're going to walk down this path, these are the things, these are the, the attributes, those are the things that you should be um, within you and should be cultivated um, in you with your relationship with Christ and obviously the Holy Spirit working on your heart. So, that should be everyone's main goal. Because when you are doing what you need to do in any capacity, whether it's your um, personal life, your, in terms of your, um, just your character, in your career, God will open the correct doors for you. Whoever this person is, they will come through. But if you are not ready yourself, you're going to miss your opportunity anyway, because you can't, you can't give what you don't have. So th those are my two cents. <laughs> okay, folks, that brings us to the closing of Back That Face Up. Um, be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Please be sure to leave a review. But before you sign off, make sure you subscribe to our social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. And we definitely want you to be part of our family. But most importantly, you can find us at Jet Set Gigi, Sweet and Saba, The Vivacious Stutterer. I don't know why I just said, but go ahead. <laughs> Abby with two E's underscore London. All right, friends, that's our edition of Back That Faith Up. Pray for us because we're praying for you. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>